back. Uh, sans audio issues. And guest. Yeah, Sans, sans guest. Um, we're going to have Tim on from True Trade this week, but we're just, we got too much going on. It, uh, you know, with the guest, it's, it takes a little more time to do the podcast. Uh, he was going to come out yesterday at noon, but we just got too much going on. Damn boxes. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that was. We're uh, pretty deep into the boxes. Probably have, I don't know, at least another week left. It's all that banging. One second. You may go out and check. There's some strange noises, and uh, usually it's uh, it's very quiet around here unless we're making the noise. But there's some weird banging going on. Jeff's going out the side door. See what the hell's going on out there. Yeah, we're pretty deep into the boxes. Um, They're all glued up. I started sanding them today. I got about a, a almost a box, which is, uh, I think, this box, this shape and size box is 96. So I think I got about, if that's true, I got about 80-something boxes sanded to 240. We should be getting some more sanding belts, uh, I was going to say tomorrow, but we'll be uh, we'll be out of town tomorrow. So it won't matter. We'll get them all in by Monday. You see anything out there? Oh. They're like like walking on a giant piece of aluminum over there. I don't know what. They must have ripped something down. <laughs> I was just filling everybody in on the, on the boxes. Yeah, I'm sick of the boxes again. Um So yeah, I mean, we've had uh we've had guests on for the last I guess maybe it's only been 2 weeks, right? We had Wild Willie. We had Manny. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a couple of weeks in between. We had uh, we had Brian, Brian, and we had um, what uh, uh, Matt Sario. Uh, was, yeah, that was uh, it was like a month or so. More that was way month. back. Yeah, I think he was our first first guest. No, yeah. John was on before. Oh yeah, we, we had, had John, John, we had Keith. Uh yeah, we've been running the gauntlet of guests. Yeah. Uh we actually we have our best month this month since uh May of last year. That's nice. Let's see, we had Manny last week, we had Wild Willie the week before that. And then it was Green Street does Amazon. Hot Rods and Edge Banners with Brian from RT Machine. It was John the week before that. Then we had uh, a week, then Keith, uh, question of the month, one, two, and then Sar- Matt Saria. Yeah, he was the, Matthew Saria was the inaugural first guest since uh, season one. So, yeah, I mean, we've had a lot going on that we haven't really talked about. Um well, I don't know. <laughs> we have a lot going on. I don't know how much of it's worth talking about. Uh, you know, I've been been working on the boxes. We were working on banquette, working on stupid flower boxes. Uh, we got floating shelves that we're doing. Uh, we're still working on Nick, the electrician's job. We're hunting um, down materials for the for the um. Whatchamacallit, the window treats. Yeah. Yeah, thanks a lot, Fez. Um, I think we talked about that. Uh, What else? Got a list a mile long of everything that we got to get done before we go fishing. 
we finished the church thing, more or less. The paintings are on their way. Yeah. I saw that they made it to the airport in Austria. That's cool. So, yeah, we got to deliver that. We're going out to the Hamptons tomorrow, unfortunately, yeah. to uh, deliver a couple countertops. We'll uh, we'll make the eight-hour drive so that we can be there for uh, two hours. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. Luckily, I have the whole weekend to recover. That's if I don't magically wake up inside the shop. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's my my back is all pinched up from r running that sander again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been at these, these boxes <laughs> for about six weeks now. Oh man! Between the laser and everything else, um, what do we got for the guests today? Oh, you're hearing it! It's live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we didn't uh, we didn't tell everybody about um. Well, we told everybody about everything really. Cut the you cut into the countertops uh, yesterday and today. Yeah, so, uh, you know, tried to get out of this delivery yesterday, but, uh, you know, the client was adamant about us coming out. You know, I was trying to push it to next week just because I don't want to lose momentum on these boxes, um, which, you know, it works out fine now. I got, ran out of brass rod for the hinges. I have about 72 boxes that need that. So that's coming today. Uh, sanding belts are coming tomorrow. So really, you know, it's kind of perfect timing in a way. Yeah. Um, so we'll go. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so tried to get out of it. Couldn't get out of it. So um, for the laundry room, it's a, a bally block, just a maple butcher block countertop, you know, that we bought. Man, this has only been seven minutes. Just seems longer. Oh, shit. Um. So, yeah, it's an inch and a half thick maple butcher block, um, you know, 25 deep, and it's about six feet long. And that needed a, a sink cut out. And there's a little horn on the left-hand side because the uh, the there's like a end panel, full height end panel for the uh, stackable washer and dryer. And it's only... 24 inches deep. Yeah, yeah. So rather than have it just die there, it's going to, you know, return back onto the face of the um, end panel. That always looks so much nicer. Yeah. So I had to cut those out. I had to cut that out, I should say, um, which is always fun in maple because it just wants to burn. And then, the, you know, the end grain wants to tear out a little bit, even with, you know, using a compression bit, spiral compression bit. Lots of sanding. What is this? Email from um oh, okay, this is a uh, doors or the uh barn doors or whatever. Ah. Um, DC revised garage, no windows. Uh, no, I don't know what the hell it is. That might be the doors for the, for the other side. Um, man, what the hell was I even talking about? The countertop. So yeah, undermount sink, um, rough it out with the jigsaw and then use the spiral bit. But the, I don't know, that bit is, it's the ultimate flush trim or whatever it's called the white side you know seven eighths diameter it's like an inch and an eighth high it's not cutting very well at all um so i don't know if we have to send it out or what but you know it always leaves like a line because you gotta do two passes because it's inch and a half thick and you know it's never easy um so i did that and then the big walnut counter Cut that one out, uh, 
put the final coats of finish on that. So it's always always uh, stressful cutting into a countertop. Yeah. Yeah, it is indeed. Um, forgot what I was going to say. I'm tired. Yeah. Um, Edge Bander left uh, yeah. on Tuesday. That's what I was thinking of. A uh, guy came and picked it up for the gentleman who bought it. So we, uh, we brought it outside. And that was an adventure. Yeah, it wasn't too bad getting it out. Um, so we plopped it on the corner, and then when he showed up with the trailer, we we dropped it on the trailer. He was very unprepared and um, had no idea what he was doing. Didn't know how to strap anything down. It was quite amusing to watch. Mostly rents out the trailers. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it took him like over an hour to... Put three ratchet straps on it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Very true. Um, and this whole thing with the buck booster. Yeah. So, oh, uh, in the beginning of the week, uh, ran all the dust collection for the edge bander, and we picked up the wide belt sander and the the shaper. Excuse me along the way. So that was pretty good. That that took the better part of the day on Monday for me. Yeah, big shout out to the fabricators in, where was it, Michigan? Yeah, uh, Blastgate Co. is the name of the company. They did right by us. Yeah, they did a good job. Good price. Uh, super fast freight. Uh, definitely satisfied. I mean, when we buy more stuff to hook up, you know, the other shit, we'll... We'll definitely buy it from them. I don't see any reason not to. Uh, the manifold, I mean, we don't. The edge banner's not here, but it, you know, everything lays out correctly. It should just, you know, be a perfect, perfect match to that. So that's good. Edge bander made it to Adwood on Tuesday. Wait, uh, yeah, Tuesday the twenty eighth. So they have that hooked up uh, probably today or yesterday. They hook it up for a couple of days, run it, make sure everything works. They'll set it up with the uh, the glue that um, Brian specified for us. So that's good. Um, so, yeah, the buck booster, that's the last thing. Finally, today, it's been a, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, five week, six week, eight week process trying to, you know, figure out what the right buck booster is. Uh, there's been a lot of confusion regarding what the manual says because it, it's given European voltages and American voltages and the verbiage. I mean, I, I've been pretty sure from the beginning what we needed, but... Um, the electricians are all a little skittish. Yeah, uh, not wanting to be the one to, you know get it wrong, not being an electrician, been trying to, you know, be patient and let them figure it out. But, uh, yeah. So finally I got, you know, a decision. I kind of just took it upon myself and said, okay, we're just going to go with these ones that the guy sent me like three weeks ago. So I got to pick those up on whatever Saturday, Monday, uh, three of them. So we're going from 120 on each, each phase is going from 120 to 132, which will give us two, two, uh, 29 phase to phase at 41.67 amps, something like that. Um, so basically to get from 208, when you have, you have three legs at 120, you have 208 amp, uh, 208 volts. So we need three legs at 132 to get 229. What's the multiplier there? It has something to do with 30 to 30 degree. Three phases, 30 degrees off of the sine wave, which I don't know what the <laughs> fuck that means, but 
I wasn't paying attention in class that day. Yeah, I don't think they covered that. Um, yeah, it's like, I think it's times 0. 0.7 or something. Let me see. No. Uh, well, let's see. Let's do it in a word problem. 208 equals 360 times X. Right? Uh, 360X, yeah. Yeah. 208 divided by 360. 0.57 repeating. So let's see how that works out. If we do 132 times 3, 396 times 0.577777. Yep. Yeah. So that's more like, yeah, it's like a 40% loss. Yeah, I guess there's always going to be loss with electricity, you know, running on wires and through stuff. Yeah, well, I don't, I mean, loss isn't the, there's, the voltage isn't being, yeah, I don't know. Dissipated? No, I don't think that's the case. I just think it has to do with, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. It's a, electricity is a whole other whole other thing um so yeah if you have a delta you use two buck boosters but if you have y you use three because on delta there's a high leg so you'd have like whatever two at 120 and one at whatever i don't know yeah 150 something or something i don't know i didn't even know there was two different kinds yeah, like it has to do with the, the the how the wires come in off the transformers. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we have Y. So basically, we just have three one twenty legs, and we're netting two hundred eight volts. We need two twenty or two thirty. Um, which it's another thing. It's like the the plate on the Sahisa says two thirty. Then the manual says two twenty. It's like which one is it? Why can't I just want like a hundred percent clarity as to you know what? Yeah, what we need. It's been a little confusing, but and it's a big, uh, big investment for us, so we want to get it right. Yeah, and my worst fear is it shows up and it's like, oh shit, this is wrong. It's we can't hook it up today because we got to hit the ground running. We got we got material sitting waiting to go through the edge bander, um, and. That's the thing with that material not being here yet from Fez is uh, we have until the 20th to get this job done and installed, um, which is, you know, 20 days from now. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, luckily it's nothing crazy. It's, it's eight, eight, six, eight identical bookshelves. In laminate, but it's got doubled up fronts, um, and laminate countertops. Yeah, at least there's some more room in the in the shop now with those counters gone. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing how crowded the shop is right now. You have the huge foyer cabinet that um, is definitely in the way. It would have been nice to bring that tomorrow, but there's no way it would have fit in the van. No, not even close. No, I mean, unless we took all the tools out, but but we do need the tools. Yeah, I guess set it on its side, take the, take the crown off. Um, I was thinking maybe we put like a blanket on it, wrap it with a blanket, and then put a blocking on the side. Uh, keep it up off the... And wrap it again, and yeah. then, yeah, put it on its side. Because it's only, it's only three quarters of an inch. Yeah. Maybe, well, at the top, maybe an inch and a half. Uh, man, what a riveting episode. We got any questions from the viewers? From the listeners? I'm not ta I'm not taking questions anymore. Sorry, people. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want your questions. 
Oh, that's a shame. I'm sure there were some good ones in the hopper. Not really. Uh, let's see. Let's see what our buddy uh, is doing on Amazon. Oh, uh, DSJ? Uh, I don't remember his name. Toupee and uh, cats and cat harness man. Oh shit! There goes my mouse. I want, yeah. I wonder if he's been uh, busy. Um, trying out. Uh, I wonder if his cat wears a toupee. I wouldn't put it past the guy. Uh-oh. Oh, there we go. Gotta hook up to the other internet, of course. There we go. Oh, yeah. Amazon Prime. Yeah, my soup came dented yesterday. The wife sent it back. <laughs> I would have just taken it. Yeah, I would have just taken it too. I don't I'm not sure you can refuse deliveries from Amazon. It's probably lost in some kind of weird Yeah, I was gonna ask you what limbo. happened to it. Like uh if you Did you order it on here? Because I don't even see it. Uh I ordered it uh No, it's like it comes up Green Street. But, you know, of course, I pay for it uh, with a, my personal credit card. Because um, it's not on uh, on this account. Oh. Let's see. Yeah, and I ordered, I ordered again this morning. Did you do a return or you? Am Amazon, no, I didn't do a return. Amazon Business, it says. No, I don't know. It's not on here. Oh. Let's see. Where's the paper towels? Yeah. Had two cases of soup coming. And the wife uh, put the kibosh on it. She said they set the box down and a couple of cans came rolling out. <laughs> All dented. One star. Uh... Oh my God, there's some other good ones. <laughs> You're looking at the bounty. It's the first one star review from David and Kaya Kloster. Ooh, tag team. I'm a huge fan of my bounty paper towels. The men in my life, fiance and brother, can verify they know not to bring anything but bounty, the quicker, thicker picker-upper oh, paper geez. towel in my home. Never heard of the thicker. Oh, man. Now, with that being said and understood, this big quote-unquote family pack slash size, of, they didn't even end quote it. Just one one quotation in the beginning. Mm. Family pack size of bounty was not only a huge waste of my money, time, and everything in between. What's between money and time? <laughs> is an understatement. <laughs> I was fooled know. because of the way it was described. They were without a doubt misrepresented. These are normal size rolls of paper towels, which makes no sense because now the description states... They are normal slash regular sized rolls. What's the, what's the, what were they supposed to be? Bigger rolls? Family size means the pack. Um, this insults my slash our slash the consumer's intelligence. If in fact, which they did, people can't even write a sentence, which they did come individually as singles. 18 separate rolls of paper towels. This, 
This completely contradicts this to be equivalent to 40 regular rolls of paper towels. When I received my package, I was out of paper towels and was walking out the door, so I didn't even notice this until it was far too late to return. 30 days. I am unsure of who is to blame here, Amazon, Procter & Gamble Company, or a third-party company selling here on Amazon. Whoever is at fault truly needs to fix this little error because it's completely wrong. Well, now it's a little error. Yeah. I order excessively here on Amazon. I can accept mistakes do happen, but this truly needs to be corrected. Not sure if I am the only person this happened to, but I just want to warn others because if anyone's family is anything close to mine, we go through paper towels at such high volumes that this can really eat quickly into your finances. This is only paper towels for goodness sakes. I know you're the one writing a review. <laughs> Kind of embarrassing to have to complain that our paper towel needs have broke the bank, LOL. At this cost, it might not make us broke, but it's robbing us, misleading us. Man, it's hard to read (laughs) the way people write. That was the end of the sentence. But it is robbing us, misleading us. Does she put a period? Yeah, but... Robbing us and misleading us. You can't put a comma and then just end it. (laughs) So I hope that that the right person reads my review and corrects this problem. Maybe a semicolon. I hope my review helps any other busy person who maybe has time to write a 25-paragraph review on Amazon, who may be running a household trying to make good, honest, and smart, cost-effective decisions for their family's household. This should be at least double rolls if 18 equals 40. Not tiny little single malfunctioning rolls of paper towels. The other problem was that once opening the paper towels, there were at least 10 paper towels stuck together. So this entire package of 18 rolls was a little costly lesson learned. Please fix this error. Thanks for reading. So she's saying they advertised 18 rolls is equal to 40 regular rolls. Yeah, I mean, if you've ever bought paper towels or toilet paper, you know... 40, 18 to be 40, that's more, that's more than double. Yeah, it's... it's I mean, a, how big could it be? Well, no, it's an advertising scheme. They're saying that theirs are so good that 18 is like 40. Oh, oh they're comparing it to uh, another brand. Because yeah, they're not saying it, their 18 is equal to 40 rolls of bounty. Yeah, I get it. Because it had to be over two times the size. That'd be one... Awesome big roll of paper towels. It'd be too big for the holder. She got a one-star review for Otterbox Commuter Series for Galaxy Note 20. I have an Otterbox on my phone, and I've dropped this thing so many times in the street, in the shop. Phones don't break anymore. Although, she says, my phone broke. Purchased this OtterBox thinking my phone would be safely protected using the name brand case. I thought that OtterBox was the best of the best. Now I have a very expensive broken cell phone. Not cool at all. Could have purchased the no-name brand cheap stuff. It would have protected my phone better than this did. Hmm. Doesn't OtterBox stand behind their products? This is the first time I've ever had a broken cell phone, and I don't normally buy OtterBox brand. One star. I mean, you got to be doing something pretty crazy to break a phone these days. Yeah, I mean, I'm shocked at how many times I've dropped my phone from a good distance and it doesn't miss a beat. Yeah, I mean, you don't even need a case anymore. No, man, it's the outer box. <laughs> I mean, they have Gorilla Glass screens and this lady sucks. Outer box, baby. I don't remember if that guy was a one star. I remember he had initials. That wasn't the second guy. Oh, you mean the the Eddie Van Halen pick guy? Yeah. Oh, hmm. Now you got me thinking. I'll just look for the longest review. I got six paper towel holders in my house. 
There's a lot of one-star reviews. Remember those plastic paper towel holders they used to put underneath the cabinet? Mm -hmm. I guess everybody had one of those. Verified purchase only. All critical. Let's see. Unclear what quick size means. Hmm. Buyer beware. Oh, that's what we just. Yeah. Oh, you know what? It had a picture, remember? Image and video reviews only. See how this one lays nice and supple and this yeah. one doesn't? Oh, yeah. Don't tell me they got rid of it. PJ? Deceptive, inferior product. No, that's not him. This picture had a giant stack of paper plates in it. Oh, yeah. He was a big paper plate user, too. He probably eats a lot of Swanson TV dinners. He's a, an actor. He retired because oh, yeah. of, of his art. Remember the Hungry Man? I don't see it. It could be that bought two different bounty paper towels on Amazon. And the one I clicked is not the one that had that review. Mm. Family size. This one says 16 equals 40. That's even better. Well, you got to look up his cat harness. Oh, yeah. There's so many. I'll never be able to find the one that he uh, reviewed. <laughs> that cracks me up. That there's <laughs> so many cat harnesses. Here we go. Maybe it was this one. Eight family rolls equals 20 regular rolls. Package may vary, it says. Oh, packaging may vary right in right on the description. Reviews with images. Oh, there it is. DJS. It was DJ. <laughs> he looks like that guy that works down the street. Oh yeah, we got some new ones. This is just through four days ago. Pippi Shell UL listed tilt TV wall mount bracket. Low profile for most 37 to 75 inch LED LCD OLED plasma flat curve TVs. Five stars. OMG. OMG. Five exclamation points. This little video holder wall mount kit. What? Video holder wall mount kit. If it's still the same and still put together the same way by the seller, is fabulous, remarkable, the best purchase that I've ever made. Oh, geez. The most cost-effective, too. I have a video monitor in every room because I have surveillance cam, so I needed to hang up video monitors oh in every room. Oh, my God. This guy's creepy. That means one, two, three, four, five, six, seven rooms. Oh, king of the castle. You got seven rooms in your house. This little contraption works for big video monitors, little video monitors, any size video monitor that you have. Even the biggest video monitor that you have, 65 inches, I have used this kit. 65-inch video monitor? You talking about a TV? In addition, they give you screws that you'll have for years to come that you'll never use. Because they make sure that you get the right size and type of screws. They give you a variety and every type slash size of screw is in there. 
Whoever put together this kit and whoever sells it did a fantastic job, and they're doing everybody a service by this because the cost, well, I don't even want to mention it because I hope they don't raise it. Yeah, how many? I mean, how many more can you buy? The cost was crazy low, and I'll buy more from these people anytime I need another one. Although I probably won't need another one soon. I've got a video monitor in every room, as I mentioned. Buy this and you'll be happy you did. <laughs> He's got a surveillance monitor in every single room. $23.99. Where's this guy live? Don't you find that a little weird? Look, he's following this person, Jan Earl Miller. Jan's reviewing a, a book called The Boys Next Door. He's following her. By Jan Earl Miller. Oh, they wrote, she, she wrote this book? James at 16, That Thing You Do, Animal House. You know those titles because they are household names. That, and you know that they, you know that they all made significant money. What if one story could put them all together? That is the story of The Boys Next Door. The Boys Next Door is a coming-of-age story in which a shy, unathletic nerd, Earl Dillon, learns about love, sex, beer, pot, and social status through playing guitar in a local rock band in small central Ohio town in the 60s. Like Guy Patterson and Tom Hanks's tale of a one-hit wonder band, That Thing You Do, Earl learns that the real-life lessons of band politics, screw-ups, and real-world bamboozles like Pinto in Chris Miller and Harold Ramses's Animal House. Earl transforms from a shy mouse into a no-dare-to- Outrageous beast. And it goes on. Wow, that's a pretty long synopsis. Unlike so many books that start with a band on tour or reaching fame, this story starts with a young guitarist joining his first rock band. I mean, I wouldn't say that that this is any more original than uh, that the other one. Um and then it follows him through Battle of the Bands competitions, high school and college frat parties, to nightclubs and local TV show performances to plug his only record. While so many books focus on the struggles of rock bands and their drug-related crash and burns, this story captures the heartaches, the humor, the pranks, and the misadventures that high school rock musicians encounter. The book also explains how the main character's life view is formed and shaped regarding love, sex, drinking, drugs, social class, and the treacherous world of adults. The Boys Next Door goes right to the heart and funny bone of the 74 million baby boomers, 73% of whom read a book a year, who read a book a year, who lived in that era, many of them uh, either band members themselves or close friends of band members. Set in a small central Ohio town, the story captures the real 60s in which most kids played sports, worked summer jobs, and had relatively short hair. Well, the freaks and hippies were a tiny minority. In this story, the proud fathers can share with sons and blushing mothers can share with daughters. Baby boomers love nostalgia, humor, and a good time, and that is just the way author Jan Miller serves up The Boys Next Door as a light, reader-friendly tale. Who wrote this review? Jan Miller? It's This is like the synopsis. The fact that 2.5 million guitars were sold in 2011 proves one thing. Millions still dream the dream of being one of the boys next door. But you don't need a guitar to join this tale. Step back in time, climb aboard the band bus, grab a beer, and hold on, because we's going for us a ride. Oh my we's God. going for us a ride. In quotations. <laughs> you know what else the boomers love? Destroying the economy. <laughs> Well, apparently DJS likes this book because he follows Jan Earl Miller, who's an author. Just one book. I wonder if it's maybe this is his uh, his nom de plume. Yeah, let's let's look up this Jan Earl Miller. The boys next door. Boys next door is that what's called? Uh, yeah. 
books, biography, latest update. Got an Instagram. Account is private. I had to put up all these security cameras because all my rabid fans of the boys next door were trying to break into my house. Not much info, just this Amazon profile. It's got nine reviews, this book. Question is, is DJS one of them? Oh, yeah, let's see. Fun read, especially for those growing up in the 60s and 70s. The author is a personal friend and colleague. Figured. There you go. <laughs> I had known him for several years before I knew he sang in a rock band. And even longer before when he invited me to attend a special Christmas concert in Newark. There's, well, there's Newark's in a couple states. Oh, Jan is a man. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I guess. Uh, that featured many of his friends, former band members, and others. I realized how talented he is as a singer and guitar player. Now, no, I am, now I am glad he is finding his voice as a writer. I laughed myself silly reading his exploits of his exploits and smiled with appreciation with his clever use of words to describe his world. I would recommend anyone growing up in the 60s and 70s read this book and enjoy recalling your own exploits and those of someone I am sure you remember who was like Jan. Perhaps it is you. Either way, I think you will enjoy the read. I guess maybe it's a, uh, a uh, what do they call it? Uh, a memoir? No, it's like a fiction, but it's... Based on... Yeah, I just actually heard the term this morning. Oh, what the hell is it? So it's kind of based on his life, but... Yeah, it's like, you know, names and dates have changed, but it's basically a true story kind of thing. Maybe I'll write one of those books. Yeah, you could hit up Jan for some pointers. Yeah. This is from Arlo. Five oh. stars. Nostalgic. I guess this book came out in 2013. Because that's when these uh, reviews are from. Mm. This is a great book on what it was like to find you live, breathe, and dream music. A coming-of-age story in a small town written with some sarcasm and brutal honesty about a father who didn't have the same vision for his son. Didn't have the same vision his son had. Dill finds his voice through music and makes us remember the days of our youth. An outsider who becomes a musician, did he achieve, quote-unquote, cool? You decide. We all fell in love with the boy next door, didn't we? Jan makes us remember that, as Howie Mandel said... In comedy, nobody hears you scream. God. This book makes you laugh, yearn for the days, and want to be front row at his concerts. Loved it. Is he related to the author too? I can only assume. Mike says, good stuff, five stars. Paints a vivid and entertaining picture of what it was like to discover rock and roll in small town USA during the 60s. Also provides a very interesting window into the experience of playing in bands back when they were an integral requirement of a good bar slash party. The kids danced and screamed and the band members were local heroes. Very different from the snarky, disaffected scenesters us 90s indie rocker bands had to put up with. And I will be forever jealous. Lots of funny stories written in a controversial style by a guy that loves to tell stories. The Price is Right too. Yeah, I, snarky, disaffected scenesters. <laughs> I guess I was lucky too. Us '90s indie rocker <laughs> bands had to put up with, because I did all that stuff in the '70s, late '70s, '80s, mm -hmm. and it was still like you know, people just went to clubs to see bands. Yeah, yeah, it's less of a. I mean, around here, there's a, a decent amount because it's like the beach, but... Yeah. Let's see. Dan only gives it four stars. Small oh. town, mid-60s flashback. Nicely constructed tale of growing up in a small town during the period of dynamic social and musical change. The author captured the time and the impact of the music that was flooding the airways, and of course, the antics of teenage boys were enjoyable too. I have suggested to several friends to give it a read. Sounds like a five-star review. He only gave it four. 
Oh, this this C color. What a great read. They definitely know the author. Not that we expected anything less from the author, but this book was so entertaining to read. Jan quickly sent me back to high school, stirring up both many good and bad memories. But his perspective certainly was eye opening, and it was a great and it was great fun to try and put actual names with his aliases. Showtime, baby. Yeah. Ah. Wow. That's somebody that grew up and, and knew the, yep. the characters. Keith A. Kuhn is a big fan. Five stars. I'm an avid reader, and I, I enjoyed this book from beginning to end. Mr. Miller's writing style is easy and fun to read. He kept me entertained, and I had a hard time putting my Kindle down. I highly recommend this book and look forward to this storyteller's next adventure. Well, he's yet to realize that. Yeah, I think he's a one-hit wonder. Yeah. PJ says, entertaining, five stars, great book about a boy who grew up with the love of music and being in the limelight, talented, self-taught to play numerous instruments. <laughs> I like when people comment on the fictitious attributes <laughs> of it. <laughs> It's very impressive that this fictitious character (laughs) knows how to play multiple instruments. (laughs) I was really impressed how the main character, you know, ended up becoming a star. And uh, was a microbiologist on the weekends. Screaming Groupie gives it five stars. Living with a passion. Filled with great memories of small town bands. Summer nights filled with great stories of everyone's teen years of the 60s and 70s. Excellent read on following your passion for a fulfilling life. Thank you, Mr. Miller. I'm sure you have more stories to come. Well done. I'm disappointed that DJS did not review this book. Yeah. Maybe it's his pen name. I mean, he did say he was an actor. Yeah. I mean, what's the link there? Here we go. DJS, another review, March 26, 2023. Look, he went on a spree. Look, at these are all on March 26th. Uh-oh. Oh, this guy's a star. What's that one say? Crapshoot? Crapshoot. This is for... You beer... These these generic Chinese, like, you know, when you see the same clock and it, they all have different brand names. Mm-hmm. You beer. Y-O-O-B-U-R-E. 10-inch silent quartz decorative wall clock, non-ticking... Classic digital clock, battery operated, round, easy to read, home slash office slash school clock. Why does it say digital? Because it's not. $10.79. Holy crap. I moved into my, it's titled Crapshoot. He gives it two stars. I moved into my new place a year ago. I need a clock in every room because I need to know what time it is. He's got a paper towel holder in every room. If you could market to this guy, you'd sell at least six of of everything that you got. <laughs> paper towel monitor, and clock in every room. Yeah, so I really far. don't like the sound of that combination. So I bought 10 of these clocks in one order. Seven of them are no longer working, even with brand new batteries. They have the wrong time, they're not accurate, or they just stop working altogether. Conveniently for the seller, all of them stopped working outside of the time that I am able to return them for a refund or exchange. Three of them, however, are still working perfectly. Perfectly, I say, down to the minute. Ooh, the minute. So what the hell? I needed 10. I have three. So if you need these clocks, buy 70% more of them than you actually need. If you do that, you'll probably have end up with the perfect number of clocks, working clocks, that is. Oh, man. I got one in every room. Fire extinguisher, first alert, home to pro, rechargeable compliance. Now, here's something he should have multiples of. Right. What what size is this? Is a five-pounder? Let's see. It doesn't say. Blah, blah, blah. It must be with this price. So we bought. We had, when did we get, 10-pounders? Or maybe those, maybe the ones we got are five. This heavy duty thing, blah, blah, blah. How come it doesn't say? That's a real, real scam. One pack says 9.6 pounds. So it's probably a five pound. Yeah. Subject to change, three stars. 
Bottom line here, this is a fire extinguisher. I haven't had a fire since I purchased it, so I can't really give you a review except that it looks nice and gives me a sense of security while it's hanging up in my kitchen. I haven't done a test shoot if that's what you were thinking. If I do have a fire and I need the entire can, I'm going to have flashbacks as I'm putting out the fire to that time I did a test shoot and I'm going to wish I didn't do it. All I can say with a degree of confidence is that if a fire does occur, I'm going to grab it and I'm going to shoot it at the fire. I think about that every time I look at it. So I'm well prepared, at least psychologically. When that time comes, if it does work, I might be back here with a better review. On the other hand, if it doesn't work, I might not be back. Uh, psychologically prepared is not something I would use to describe uh, DJS. Who tests out a fire extinguisher? The whole point is that you don't you want to have it as full as possible. So he's also buying coal pop six pack solar lights, security lights. This guy's paranoid. Security monitor, security lights, fire extinguisher, paper clock. towels and clocks. Don't last. Three stars. These don't last. Well, I really shouldn't say that. Some of them do. Some of them don't. I've still got a couple of them that turn on every time I walk by. Walk by them. But eight out of ten don't even work anymore. And it's only been eight months. Well, buddy, come on. You're buying a six-pack of lights for $34. You think yeah. they're going to be that good? It's yeah. The brand name is Coal Pop. <laughs> K-O-L-P-O-P. <laughs> That's not even a word. <laughs> Here we go. Dixie plates. Oh, man. Six and seven eighths. That's too small. What? Those are not even good enough for dessert. Yeah. Dixie six and seven eighths inch medium weight paper plates by GP Pro, Georgia Pacific Pathways. Uh, UX seven WS case, hundred and twenty five count pack of four, total five hundred. Wow, forty dollars worth of six and seven eighths inch paper plates. Five hundred. That's not good for anything. What do you put? One piece of toast. How you long? can't even put two pieces of toast on the regular size no. paper plate. How long do you think he uh, takes to go through five hundred of those plates? He lives by himself. Well, they might tell us in here. Him and his cat. Wow. There's probably some people in the basement that nobody else knows about. <laughs> Three stars. Too expensive. After doing some due diligence and searching on the internet, I found a price that's about half of what the price is for these. Again, I go back to what I've been saying for some time now, that it seems like everybody on the internet selling anything these days is just out for every penny they can get. Uh, greed is going to be their downfall. And if this interview helps to <laughs> interview <laughs> helps to contribute to that downfall, I'm glad because greed sucks in today's day and age in an economy with people living on fixed incomes and people living on the streets, stop gouging us, make money. Sure. But don't make absurd amounts of money on people who really just don't have it. Well, if you're so broke, you can get this thing called a plate yeah, and you can just wash it with water when you're done. Everything on Amazon that's like a, you buy Dixie plates on Amazon, it's going to be more expensive than the mm, store. Yeah, disposable stuff. Here we go. Garden hose repair kit. Half inch, easy garden hose repair kit. Hose connector, hose fitting, water repair, end hose mender, barbed hose extender, pipe adapter, three sets fit for half inch hose. I love how they include everything in the title that you could possibly search for. Half inch hose, that's tiny. Yeah. That ain't nothing. Cheap. Doesn't work. You want me to add a written review? What more do I need to say? Just read the review title and you'll get the point. One star. What's this? An Idiot Abroad, season one. I remember that show. Rent to own no more. I'll make this short and sweet. I don't like companies who tell me that I'm quote unquote buying a video, but doesn't let me keep it. If I buy something, I should get to take it home with me. I should get to take <laughs> it home and do whatever I want to do with it. Oh man. Freudian slip. 
I was going to say. I should get to put it wherever I want it. In the closet, in the cabinet, or in the basement. Did he say that? No, no or on okay. the table. Oh, my God. I should even be able to stick it in my, well, never mind. Did he really write that? The point is that anytime I quote unquote buy a video from Amazon, they let me watch it, but they don't let me keep it. I never get to take it home. I don't like that. So therefore I don't like Amazon for their mistrust in me as long as a long time paying customer. So I'm not going to do it anymore. This is the last video I'm ever quote unquote buying from amazon.com. Oh, the video. Yeah. Okay. Three and a half stars. It was okay. I like Ricky Gervais, but I didn't really like this video too much. Rent to own no more. What does that mean? So he rented it or he bought it? I don't know. I don't think he knows. Buy episode $3. What does he want to do? Download it? I think he wants the physical disc. Well, then that's not what this is. He wanted to watch it in every room. Energizer 2025 batteries. Two count, three volt button cell. Five stars titled, huh? This must be the ultimate in the list of idiosyncrasies on the internet. I just got these batteries for my remote control that came with my new video monitor slash TV. Oh, jeez. How is it that anyone could expect me to leave a review for a battery? Back in the days before the internet, before everybody was penny grubbing hungry. What? Trying to get as much money as they could from their customers. Any reputable company trying to build a name for themselves and who lived by the motto, the customer always comes first. I thought it was the customer's always right. Always included batteries with everything they sold. Imagine waking up on Christmas Day and opening a package with a new toy that required batteries, but battery was not included. They never had batteries in them in the old days. You couldn't play with your toy that day unless you had batteries in the house or unless your parents were conscious about that kind of thing and made sure they got batteries for it. My point is, my point as you hopefully get is that companies who sell things that require batteries but don't include batteries, I wonder if I'll go back to that company again. This brings me to my ultimate overall point here. These are batteries. How do you review a battery? The battery works. The review is good. If it doesn't, well, these batteries work fine. Get back to me in about a year and I'll tell you if they're still working. In which case, I might knock off a star or two if they aren't. What kind of remote control takes button cell batteries? And the other thing is, everything we've had comes with the batteries in the remote. Well, not whatever TV monitor this guy got. He probably bought the the King King Poo <laughs> brand. Oh man! Like even the air conditioner. Remember, it came with the remote and had the battery. Yeah. I want to see uh, when we did that episode. Oh, that was March tenth. Yes, yeah, so we must have read these ones already. The High Kitty thirteen point three inch small security yeah, monitor. Yeah. Man, this guy's. He's uh, he's an interesting fellow. I'll put it that way. Did we read this one? Hi, Kitty. 13.3 inch small security monitor. 1920 by 1080 p Portable monitors with BNC, AVI, VGA, HDMI, input cable, remote control, built-in speakers for gaming, CCTV, security camera, Raspberry Pi, Xbox. Are those the video uh, monitors you bought? Oh, yeah. Look at that friggin' remote. That's the oh, remote. jeez. I want to see if it says it comes with batteries. Not include. Not include. What does it not include? Whatever that thing is. Doesn't include this thing. plastic housing remote control uh, doesn't say batteries are included but with the high kitty for that's $97 I think he got ripped off that's a rip off you can get like a name brand monitor 13 inches for that it's only 1080p too 
Best little monitor I've ever owned. Great price, great product, great sound, great picture. Can't say too much about this affordable quality monitor slash TV. The brand is not well known, so I'll get back to you. If it dies in three months, it's on 24-7 as a surveillance monitor generally. So now it's a matter of staying power, of staying power and seeing how long it will last, hoping it's a long time. This guy's a real friggin' weirdo. He's got a, a quiet room or whatever they're called. I guarantee it. What's a quiet room? Like, you know, where he keeps his hostages. Oh, my God. <laughs> How do you do a reverse image search? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you just Google reverse image search, apparently. Paste or enter paste. Zero matches. How could they be zero? It's on Amazon. I don't like that kissy face he's doing in his picture either. Yeah. Looking at himself with his new toupee. Better save this image. I'm going to see his picture at the post office. I hate these websites where there's like fake buttons all over the place. Oh, yeah. Can you correspond with them? No. Invite him on the podcast. <laughs> Say, don't listen to the episodes that we oh. talk about you on the. Oh. Uh, oh, wait, what's this? Oh, report this public profile. Hmm. Got a hundred reviews. Dog clippers. More security cameras. Headlamp. Security cameras, monitors. Hmm. No, uh, reverse image search isn't, isn't working. How to reverse Google. There's screen, blah, 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 images. Click the camera icon. Okay, here we go. Images. That. Upload a file. What a creep. Visual matches. Hmm. No. I've never tried this before. Now, what does it do? It brings, it's like. It's supposed to find the picture online, like where. Oh. Wherever it came from. Hmm. Well, if any of you know who. Oh, wow. That was a fast hour. <laughs> we went down the rabbit DJS hole. strikes again. Well, we might as well uh, cut it off there. We've got a little insight into uh, people out there. Yeah. We uh, better bookmark this guy's page. I'm telling you, we need to find out how to contact him. Done. Bookmarked. Too bad you can't interact with the the uh, reviews. Yeah, no, you can't. Not on Amazon. Other websites, I think you can, but you can probably look up DJS and then like re reviews. Might be able to find. He's probably he's got to be on other websites. But yeah, I mean, look at that. That's yeah. No results for selected area. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with uh, Ed Cullen of Hayflow America. Yeah, that's going to be a biggie. Yeah. Uh, so tune in, and hopefully, we or that microphone over there works. 
All right. Thanks a lot. See you. Ciao. As always, Rob and I, thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week. If you want to help support the podcast, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Again, we appreciate your support. Thanks for tuning in. 